This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Don't want to be taken up Yeah, dude. Oh, I love it. That rock was, and roll. That hands. was rock and roll forever. I'm also rock and roll. That was so yeah, rock. Dude. That was punk rock. That was punk rock. Was it's like, so different. And we're counterculture to the fucking guy. And I'm yeah, like, dude. enough with the guy already. I down with be society. Like, that's not even I'm society. Saying. Society's fine. But what like, the man is the bad part. Well, that's what I... All right. So like, right. society includes me. So like, I'm down with society. The man doesn't include you? The man doesn't ever include me. You're not a man? And neither is my old man. <laughs> oh, dude. So, <laughs> and I'm a little boy, and I'm lost. That's why I'm taking guitar lessons. <laughs> That's why I wrote that song. I actually didn't write it. That was written by Thunder the Covers. I think we've used them before. Thunder the Covers they're, is a great name. Have I said that before? Uh, maybe so. They're, they're two brothers covering their favorite songs on YouTube under the alias Thunder the Covers, and they made a bunch of songs for us. That was one of them. We're going to close out the episode with another one of their songs. Very tight. Thunder the Covers. Thank you, Toda, for embodying rock and roll for us. And I am a rock and roll. I am a rock god. <laughs> what? I'm a rock god, and you're a cock god. Thank Actually, you're you. a cock cod. <laughs> you have From a fish penis. Cob. <laughs> uh, Your ankle's bleeding. No, it's not, dude. What is it, though? It looks like... It actually... Fine. It sort of is, actually. You have two tattoos on one ankle. Uh... And I, I would have guessed they were on two different ankles, which is weird because we've known each other for 10 years at this point. Yeah, this is a bad-looking one. That's uh, a bad-looking You're one. getting them both removed. You're in the process of getting them both removed. Yeah. It takes about over a year. A eight little... sessions, eight weeks apart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they usually they laser it, right? And it hurts when it's happening, but I can't really tell after the fact. But now it, it, it's noticeably different. 
Yeah, t- today's session was a bit rough. <laughs> it was a deep cut. Now my my ankle looks like a boil. Yeah. It looks like I have one of the 10 plagues. <laughs> you have a... Boils, of yeah. course. <laughs> you also have a tattoo of a locust on your other ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you have two of the 10 plagues. And then, well, this also sort of looks like the lamb's blood over the door. Oh, this really? Smear. Not really so, a plague, but still within the story. Yeah, yeah within right. the story. Mm-hmm. The angel of death it's will pass over. definitely all Passover related. So how much did this one hurt versus the other ones? Because this one looks like they're starting to scrape it with a needle. You know what's odd? This one hurt the least. Oh, interesting. But it showed the most. Yeah. And I I don't entirely know what the logic is. I think that the lady that was doing it said something about like, uh, she's sort of breaking apart like the outer rim of the tattoo now. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why it's bleeding. I don't know. She definitely spent a longer time with the... uh, the laser gun pointed at my ankle yeah. that she has before. Laser. Don't get tattoos, kids. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, you're spending so much money getting it. And then money removing it. It's not even the money. I don't I would pay double the money to just have it be gone. Triple the money? Uh yeah, probably. Triple the money. It's the time. It's like the time and the effort. It's like an hour and a half out of my day every six weeks for the next year and a half. <laughs> and how deep are you into the process? Today was the sixth session. Of eight? Uh, yeah. Well, they think they predicted eight. That's what I paid for. Oh, I but, see what's going on. But what they, uh, what they think it's going to end up being is 11. But I only pay for eight. And no matter how many sessions it takes, I don't pay for another one. Oh, but you still have to go. I still have to go. Would I'll you probably, have got- I'll probably have to go to 10 sessions. Would you have gone if they're like, it's 11? Yeah, I mean, I, this you're in it for the long haul. I have a tribal sun tattoo on my ankle. I, <laughs> I would go for a thousand sessions, <laughs> a thousand tribal suns, uh, and it does burn like the heat of a tribal sun. <laughs> the laser on my ankle. Oh, so it is. It's excruciating pain for like ten seconds on each side of my ankle. More pain than actually getting the tattoo. Oh yeah, like ten times more pain than actually getting the tattoo. Oh, <laughs> uh, you former Just you. Hot, hot heat. At least the, your eyebrow ring you could just remove, right? Well, actually, I mean, yeah, the eyebrow ring, there's still a tiny little hole in my eyebrow. And actually, every, every like, couple months, I can, like, squeeze a bunch of pus out of it like it's a zit. Oh, dear. It's kind of awesome. I'll show it to you after the show. <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's do it live. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, what is this? This is an advice podcast. It's If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. We survived Europe. We're back from Dublin. We did. Back from London. It was a good old time, wasn't it? I went to Espania. You went to Espania. I you, went to New York City. You went to Nueva York. Nueva York. Uh, for your birthday. Yeah. You're now 31. I'm 31 years old. When we started making Jake and Amir's, you were 21. Oh, wow. Solid uh, decade. Yeah. Solid decade it's been. Pleasure then, to know you, brother. What do you do? Hey, dude, put down the gun, man. <laughs> the fuck, we had a good man. run, didn't we, man? <laughs> I thought we had a great run. I think we're still having a good <laughs> I run, I think man. we're coming to an end. <laughs> no, I don't know, dude. I think we reached a dead sprint last the year, and now studio, it's time dude. for me to be a dead man. Dude, we just got that couch. <laughs> Boom. Oh, no, the couch. <laughs> he hated oh, this there's couch. couch. <laughs> Why get you're your tattoos? Just shooting the couch. <laughs> put down the couch, man. Don't shoot the couch. Um, all right. These, uh, as always, are going to be real emails from real people. Uh, we're going to give them fake names, of course, to preserve anonymity. You have to preserve the anonymity. Um, so, for question number one, all we need from you, Jake, is a boy's name. A boy's name? 
Let's do Olympia, Olympic athletes. No, let's do another one. Okay, let's do... Um, <laughs> no, that works. All right, great. Um, Michael Phelps. Wow. Most decorated Olympian <laughs> in history. My hero. And, honestly, and yours. <laughs> whether you like it or not. All right. Michael Phelps writes, Hi, guys. I was walking at a local park this week playing Pokemon Go when I ran into a beautiful young lady in her car who was doing the same thing. I'm 30. She looked to be around my age. She had parked to attack the Pokemon gym at this park. Okay. Uh, We got to talking, and I bestowed some awesome Pokemon Go knowledge upon her to help her take the gym. She seemed very friendly. Alas, I did not ask her out because I was a sweaty mess from an hour of exercising and not in a sexy way. But here's... Wait, like where... he was exercising at the Pokemon gym? No, I think a Pokemon gym is what it's just called when Pokemons are all there. He went to an actual gym in, in addition to that. Sorry, got it. Uh, but here's where things get sticky. When a player takes over a gym in Pokemon Go, their character screen name is revealed. I searched the name on Google and with a bit of sleuthing found her real name and Facebook profile. Turns out we have a lot in common. Same favorite sports team and same career. Can I message her and try to spark up some romance? Or was that too sketchy of a way that I stalked with her Pokemon name? And should I just accept that my opportunity to seize the cheese has passed? Thank you. Love, Mike Phelps. Mike Phelps, you're a goddamn you're a goddamn Greek god. Yeah. You're an oh. Olympiad. <laughs> this is this is actually a different guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I right. thought it was No, yeah, you forgot that you gave him Cuz he's the in name. Rio. Of course. All right. Uh is there too creepy of a stalking? I think the time hasn't actually passed, but I am tired of these fucking herbs asking this question, <laughs> which is what? Which is like uh is it too creepy to ask her out now? I missed my chance. Right. Like if you it's so much scarier to pull the trigger now, like having done oh, all really? of this research. No, I think it's scary to do it in person. No, it's not. It's like if you have can... you ever met someone out and asked them out while you were talking to them while you met them? Yes, but isn't it so much easier to just like have this conversation? You go apart and then you follow them on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. I guess if they give you like their name or something, but like this guy would dig a he did a lot of digging, right? So you're saying is it is it too? Well, you say it's easier to do it in person. I don't think either is easy. One thing is harder and the other thing's creepier. And right. The other thing's lamer. Right. So I can, I'm, I guess my advice is if you find yourself in this situation, and I've been there too, yeah. where you're like, I'm too scared to ask her out. I'll try to do it later. But you know, you already know how much of a wiener you'll feel like <laughs> reaching out to her. Just like, at least try to get some more information. You don't have to say like, hey, let's get a drink this week. But yeah. like... Just something. A little bit of anything. Bunt. You don't have to swing. (laughs) Bunt. Is it too... Don't let the pitch go by. But there... That's beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Glycerine. Glycerine. Let's say I meet someone at a party and I don't end up uh, getting her name or number. But later that week, she follows me on Instagram. That's different. She's following you. Okay, but she's doing it to me. Okay. Let's say I follow her on Instagram. She follows me back. Is that fine, flirtatious, friendly, or should I have done something at the party? I think it's also, I mean, it's fine, flirtatious, and friendly, and also you're a little bit of a wiener. Right. But isn't it also, won't, I I will posit this, isn't it nicer to ask someone out over text because it doesn't put them on the spot? 
I understand. I feel like you're positing that because you're afraid to ask people out. <laughs> yes, like, I'm reverse positing. Yeah, you're reverse engineering. Yeah, like, to the point oh, wait, where I'm. Like, I'm actually nicer because I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, and it's convenient that I'm afraid because then I don't have to ask them out in person. Um, I think people have been getting asked out for like centuries. So even if they say like, they there are polite ways to say no. In, in if you ask face. somebody out and you're saying like, hey, let's go out next week. They say, oh, yeah, uh, I'm pretty busy, but I'll let you know. Okay. Or like, yeah, text me a time. And then they'll say no over text. And people are good at deflecting. I don't think you need to worry about putting your them on the spot. Cowardice. <laughs> <laughs> Justifying my cowardice is my autobiography title. But what about this guy specifically? Is it... Uh, He's not saying, is it too late? He's saying, is it too sketchy that I stalked her in that specific way? Like, he found out her Pokemon name without her giving it to him. And then he went back and Googled it and found it on Facebook. It is I, it is sketchy, but I don't think it changes the future at all. Like, if she liked you in that moment, she'll be happy that you sketchily found her. Right. And if she didn't like you, then there's no way you could have found her that would be cooler you know, like, I don't think she was on the fence. And then because right. you uh, stalked her, sort of, she would be like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. It seems like advice is sort of meaningless. People either like you or don't. And texts that you send or don't are are, are entirely dependent on whether the other person likes you or Careful not. Careful about that advice, because that could be the end of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry. Nothing matters. It all depends if you're cool or not. If Yeah. As long it as, is true. As it's long true. as somebody likes you, there's no lame way to go about it. Like, if a cute girl reached out to me because she stalked me and found me, I'd be like, oh, that's amazing. Look how much yeah. awesome Thank God effort. The miracles of modern technology have brought us together. Right. But if it was like a creepy lady that I didn't necessarily like, and she's like, hey, I found you because I saw what shoes you're wearing and then i went to google store and went mm -hmm. to the receipts and i wow. found that you're tight and i'll be like oh this girl's crazy yeah. i'm not into it mm -hmm. uh i feel like this lady she's playing pokemon go how nerdy sketchy can you get yeah i think she's like she's in your world this girl's in in the in his wheelhouse can she catch can you catch them all <laughs> hey this is the text hey i'd love to catch you all <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. This is good. Uh, gotta catch them all. So you sent her an audio note. Oh, of sorts. Wow, I'm sorry. I'm dozing off, man. But you I'm are hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having a wet dream. <laughs> uh, specifically, he said, can I message her and try to spark up some romance? I think we say yes. Yes, you can. But uh, you know what? Take a hard, a nice long look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're good enough, that you're worthy, that you can ask people out in person. Or at the very least flirt a little bit yeah set it up a little bit so it doesn't come out of left field yeah just get just get the uh it's like playing golf get the ball really close to the hole so oh. later you can tap oh, it in that's good you but, can't you don't need a hole in one no but he's like he's sort of just like left and now he's like trying to yeah. make a chip shot from the from <laughs> the, the rough. Sand trap. <laughs> i mean he's got the sand wedge well, it's mean, a 38 footer we love golf <laughs> he's going from the rough <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, what else? I was going to say something that this reminded me of. Um, oh, yeah. Stalking people online. I feel like it's a lot more common than people think. Uh, oh, yeah. Everyone's like, ooh, I'm kind of weird. I'll, like, stalk someone online. But everybody I've ever gone out with from a dating app is, like, always like, oh, I saw all this stuff. I looked at totally. your Instagram. I looked at your Twitter. I did your Google research. There's got to be a new word that's not stalk. It's just, I mean, it's just research. Yeah. Stalking, stalking makes it sound negative. Right. 
it's just it's uh it's just pathetic it's <laughs> but nobody goes in completely blind like imagine just like you meet someone in person you're not going to ever search their twitter their instagram their facebook on google for anything you're going in blind i feel like that's a rarity nowadays yeah it is a rarity but i, I would encourage it i think it's kind of nice yeah that way you're learning everything on the fly yeah what i wouldn't do which i hear some people do is do the follow before the meet oh yeah no that's not good at all i don't I, you can't follow until you're like basically engaged because then it's like i'm following all these people i've been on like three dates with and right, i have to right. unfollow them eventually when do i unfollow well, that's another bit of advice. Don't follow until you're ready to legit pop the question. <laughs> and then when you do, you I say, don't know if can anybody, I follow I don't know you? if anybody puts as much into uh, Instagram following as you do. Oh, really? I don't. I don't. You definitely care about it more than anybody I've ever met. <laughs> okay. But maybe I, that could be. I could you be might the norm be, and yeah, you could be out Right, of it. exactly, yeah. Let us know. Uh, follow me on Instagram <laughs> and send me a DM. Uh, all right, next question. We need a lady's name. Ooh, Katie Ledecky. <laughs> Very nice. USA. 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 I'm having an ethical dilemma, writes Katie, and I hope you can help, writes Katie. For the last year and a half or so, I've had an occasional long-distance lover whom I met in the city where I used to live. We at first dated casually for a couple months. He liked me and treated me well for the most part, but for many reasons I knew he wasn't for me. Namely, because he's not very smart and is kind of a racist. However, we have had awesome sex right from the start. We just jive physically. I soon moved to a different city, but we've stayed in touch and have met up a few times since. We barely talk between visits, and our last romp was last summer. He recently informed me that he's coming to my city in September, which excited me because I could really use a good lay. But then, wondering what he's been up to, I checked his Facebook page. Huh? Huh? Um, and I was appalled, though not surprised to learn that he is an avid Donald Trump supporter. Saw it coming. I consider Trump to be the worst thing ever to happen to this country in modern times. With this knowledge about my fuck buddy, I don't know what to do. Should I stick to my morals or do my best to ignore this objectionable side of him so we can have fun together? I just don't think I can let a Trump supporter inside me. But this one, but this one happens to be one of my favorite persons to have sex with. What do you think about sleeping with someone you don't respect? <laughs> mm, interesting twist. <laughs> Great question. Uh, yeah. One of my faves. It I, weaves uh, politics, sex. Yeah, I don't want to turn this into a political show, you know? Like, yeah. Let's not... Let's stay bipartisan, of objective. Course. You know? Maybe veer slightly to the left of center. Or to the or to the right. Right. You know, one and of us is conservative, <laughs> one, of, one of us is liberal. It is safe to say one of us is a staunch. Yeah, one of us yeah, is, is staunch, pretty staunch. And the other one's a little kooky. Yeah, a little kooky. One is staunch, and the other one is, is just ate launch. Uh, well, I feel like I have sex with people who I don't respect all the time. Correct. But, how, but in what way do you not respect them? Yeah, that's the difference. I feel like while remaining nonpartisan... Left of center. Uh, uh, Trump is one of the most vile, <laughs> hateable, uh, loose cannon, bigoted, <laughs> orange blob men there is. Yeah. So if somebody I knew liked him, mm -hmm. I do think I would lose 
I, I wouldn't be turned on by them. You couldn't possibly be sexually attracted to someone who actually looks up to, reveres, and endorses this plump, racist carrot man. <laughs> yeah. He the is yam a, man. Yeah, he's a yam man, a sponge. He, mm. is a, he is a blonde tooth. He is a bean. He's yeah. a lima bean. <laughs> a, a kidney bean, perhaps. Yeah. Um, so you're saying you wouldn't even be able to be turned on. But then I do, I have always loved to like have the last word via fucking. Right, you, know? you always say the best way to get back at someone you don't like is to sleep with them. Yeah. But th- isn't that also giving them what they want? Isn't that a W for them? Yeah, that's the that's the that's the thing. I get. I mean, isn't there? Is that just you reverse justifying because you wanted to fuck somebody? And you're like, yeah, that's how you get back at them. That's true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, definitely. So maybe it's not how you get back at them. Um, right? Maybe. But then, like, what you you deny yourself something that you want, and that gets back at them, but you're unhappy. Right. I think you should just try to find a penis that's not attached to a Trump supporter. There are plenty of them. Yeah, that's easy to say. But this one is she knows it's great sex. That, she I mean, knows it's coming. She yeah, knows but like, he doesn't even easy. live in her area. I that's too fuck buddies are not that impressive to have. Like, it's not hard. You can find somebody that you like having sex with. That, Maybe not find somebody that she likes this much. What she if definitely he's can. the best? She definitely can. His she penis can. is racist. <laughs> he has a racist he, penis. Well, he has a racist mind, body, and soul. So the the, the, the penis thing that's is attached. To yeah, it's it's a racist penis. You yeah. don't want to get fucked by a racist penis, right? It's, just like I wouldn't. I don't think I'll go on record and say I wouldn't fuck a racist vagina. Oh, really? Yeah, I wouldn't do a that. really hot but racist vagina. I wouldn't do it. You think he's? Can you be a Trump supporter and not be racist? Well, she said that this guy is racist, a little bit racist. Um, and I guess I'm not. Yeah, I think you, <laughs> you, you have to be racist to support. Oh, Donald you do Trump. have to. Be. At this point, yeah. <laughs> let's say at this point, I think yeah. you do. Yeah, maybe not at first, yeah. but I think if you're still supporting him now, you're you got to be a little racist, <laughs> just a little bit. It yeah. doesn't have to be full blown. No, 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 no. You don't have to be like KKK. Racist. Yeah, yeah. It but could you, be like, but you do have to recognize that. The candidate that you like uh, has given the KKK a voice, <laughs> has retweeted right, white supremacists, and, yeah. uh, you know, didn't denounce David Duke for a little <laughs> while. So, he wanted so, to... so you do support that guy. Yeah. So it's like a- a- adjacent racism, subtle secondhand racism. I would say that. Supporting a racist rather than being racist yourself. Sure. Which is, they go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah. So the advice for this person specifically is maybe don't sleep with him. I would say don't sleep with him because it'd be nice to piss this guy off a little bit. Trump supporters aren't angry enough. Yeah. This guy's guy's mad. So maybe you'd be like, hey, because you like Donald Trump, I can't sleep with you. Ooh, that's a nice way to and then he'll be turn like, the tides. Yeah, he's like, wait, but Trump's the man. What are you talking about? <laughs> I really thought he was going to get me laid. <laughs> it's funny because we don't, as, as much as we don't know personally any Trump supporters, I bet a lot of Trump supporters don't know any Hillary supporters. Yeah. So I guess it's almost not a great thing that we're keeping these two people apart. Yeah, we should at least... These guys could str- bridge the gap. Yeah, a reach across the aisle hmm. and a reach around across the aisle. That's not a bad idea. Do you I know still... any Trump supporters? Um, not personally, right? No. I, even like conservative people that I knew from back home that used to do like, you know, make the uh, anti-Obama Facebook statuses and stuff, they're 
kind of mums the word on Trump. <laughs> yeah. The most you can be into Trump is sort of a silent supporter. Yeah. You can tell that someone's a Trump supporter when they're just a Hillary hater. That's <laughs> yeah. masquerading. Right. Yeah, you, you hide oh, your Oh, they're both awful. Yeah, equally, if I may say so myself. I mean, neither candidate is good this year. <laughs> what did you say, Sal? They do sort of look alike. Nobody's really You've tw- said that before. Yeah, nobody's tweeting about that, but I feel like t- I take off my glasses and I'm looking at a picture of Hillary or Trump. It's very similar. It's actually two, two baked potatoes yeah. that you look at. <laughs> With their little, you remember the old chicken nuggets? The old chicken nugget uh, cartoons? Mm. Like the, the little action figures that were chicken nuggets? I do. So imagine Trump is sort of a chicken nugget with a little blonde wig. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's all in my face. So now <laughs> your choice is clear, America. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take a break. And we'll be right back with more questions and answers after this. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. 
Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. No, it's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitnessnah.com. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness nah thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're Bacchanalia. Bacchanalia. (laughs) Back at it again. What did you think of Dublin? What did you think of London? Did you have fun? Yeah, had a great time. Shows were crazy. Shows were crazy. Thanks uh, to everybody who came out. Love that we did that Dublin show, 200 people in a fucking tent. That yeah, was that, that was, was a unique a fun experience. Atmosphere. And then the the old fancy theater in London. The Victorian O2 Shepherd's Bush Empire. Always a pleasure. Always love meeting those uh, those foreign fans. It's funny, whenever we walked around looking a little bit hungover in Dublin, everyone asked us the same thing, which was, you didn't go to Coppers, did you? Yeah. Tell me you didn't go to Coppers. And that's fair question. We only went to Coppers twice. Yeah, well, we're out of three possible nights. Yeah. <laughs> so one night we we were stumbling around trying to find the best thing in town. And then at 2.30 a.m. we stumble into, taken to really, to Coppers. What's it called? Copper? Copper Face, face Jacks. Copper Face Jacks. I remember, I remember someone told me, don't go to Coppers no matter what you do. And then... Then I didn't really. It didn't register when we were like on our way to Coppers that 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 I was going to where they everyone had told me not to go. Yeah. Um. So I didn't go in with like any attitude or skepticism. Uh huh. And it was it, it was great. It blew us away. Exactly what I wanted. It, it was, was exactly a, what I wanted. A wall to wall. Never been. I've never been to a crowder crowded year. A more crowded dance party. Hmm. Uh. It was overflowing with people. Floor was sticky. Drinks were cheap. Uh, everybody just yeah the closest thing to an Irish Greco orgy I've ever seen. When we first got there, it was just like Taylor Swift is blasting, huge crowd of people, guys just like power walking through the dance floor, pushing, <laughs> pushing people aside, shoving. And I, and I usually like hate that, but I was sort of like into it, so I was just like standing <laughs> up as rig- most like as rigid as I could, like, yeah, not letting anyone push me. We went to the bar, <laughs> and there was like that girl had ordered like. Uh, a couple shots and like she had one she was trying to give one to somebody else and I just kept on not moving and finally and she kept on like pushing me and finally she was just like do you want to take this with me <laughs> yeah it was a drunk festival oh, and it just changed the whole entire night it was and, great and we didn't even I didn't even realize how big of a deal Coppers was it's like it was voted like best bar or club in europe it makes like what 50 million euro a year or something Jesus Christ. and uh i just googled it and it was like the first thing that came up is 12 reasons why coppers is such a bizarre national phenomenon national yeah 
Everybody in Ireland seems to know about coppers. They all have an opinion. Everybody tells you not to go, and then everyone's there. Yeah, they're like, don't, you didn't go. Yeah, I spent a lot of time there, too. <laughs> all right, I was there last night also. It has oh, a, you were at coppers? What time? I was there also. It has a three-star Yelp average review. That sounds about right, because mm-hmm. everybody that's there <laughs> loves it, but then some people are there once and never hit, and never go back. These reviews are great. I'm not you know what, that's because but... Jesse was there with us, and he would have given it a one-star review, and I would have given it a a five. Right, but then we went back the second night and he really liked it. Oh, perfect. So maybe everyone's a little bit of everything. Maybe half of them say, did I just step into a frat house? And half of this said, I have to admit it, I had a great, I hate to admit it, but I had a great time at Coppers. Yeah, I mean, they're playing Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> That's another thing. They don't give a shit about like cool, popular hip songs. Like, well, they play those too. They, like they'll play... But I don't think any place in L.A. would ever play Gangster's Paradise or, like, fucking right. They're playing like, One Direction. Right, totally. They're playing, like, the like the most, like, you know, Kendrick, Lamar, Drake, like, current rap songs. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they'll play One Direction. It's like, it's like a cool club mixed with a dumb karaoke bar or something. <laughs> right. They played, like, Celine Dion at one point. They didn't give a shit. Or uh, Alanis Morissette. It's basically, like the DJ is just as drunk as everybody... <laughs> at the bar dj was a wasted ipod from 1999 but we loved it and the shows were great and london was also awesome um yeah being in shortage is just like it's just like living in uh brooklyn all over again yeah the hardest thing to find is that that sweet iced coffee that seems to only exist in america we love our sweet iced coffee here um yeah i in uh in London, I it wasn't terrible. You just get like the iced americano, but you know it's not perfect. It's not the same. It's not perfect. It's just not the same. It's not. It's really not the same. I love Starbucks. Uh, but thank you for coming to those shows, everybody. Our next one, I think, is in Toronto on the twenty eighth or twenty seventh. Views. And then we are going to the Midwest uh, in October. We're Finally. going to Chicago, Minnesota, and Detroit. First time ever in Detroit. Dope. Uh, and the first podcast ever in. Chicago and Minnesota. Oh, wow. We've never done the podcast in either of those places. Yeah, I don't think so. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Do you want to drive or fly to those cities in between? I was thinking, you know, I I might want to... I was thinking I wanted to drive, but it's like, what, 300 miles between each other? Yeah, it's like a six... It's like LA to San Francisco every day. Oh, yeah. Probably not, because we'll be hungover. Maybe we should fly. All right. Thanks, man. Or we can just Uber. Who gives a shit, right? Oh, that's true. <laughs> so we'll call it like money, 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 money. <laughs> a thousand dollars of Copperface Jacks. Which has... <laughs> it's really hard to spend a thousand dollars of Copperface Jacks. I know. It yeah, takes yeah. you like an hour robbed. and a half to get one. <laughs> well, so uh, I didn't spend any money. According to everybody that's been there, it's all cops and nurses. So it would have been really easy to tell on somebody who robbed you. Mm, that's true. You just walk up to a nurse and complain. <laughs> Cops rob people all the time. Anyway, uh, let's answer another question. Let's do it. Uh, This guy is a guy. His guy, this guy's name is... Oh, me? Another Olympian? Yeah. No problem. Ashton Eaton. Really? Yeah. Track and field hasn't started when we're recording this. So it's, it's weird to imagine people running on land. That's true. It's been all gymnastics and swimastics. Uh, I'm very excited for track and field, though. Ashton Eaton's been like in every single commercial. Oh, really? He's a big deal now? More so than your boy Trey? Trey, I don't think Trey made the Olympic team. Wow. He injured his uh, hamstring or his uh, Achilles or something. You hate to see that. But Ashton Eaton won the gold in uh, London. Uh, And he writes, Hi, my name is Ashton Eaton. 
Anyways, I have a legitimate problem. So I landed myself a date with an amazing girl we'll call Emma. This date went really well, and we've been talking practically nonstop since then. As any normal millennial will do, I stalked the shit out of her Instagram account. It's funny. There we go. Three in a row. Uh, while I was creeping on her Instagram, I came across a few pictures of her with a friend who looked very familiar. I did some more detective work, and sure enough, I discovered that I drunkenly made out with Emma's friend at a Halloween party. I thought this was kind of bad, so I did some more investigating. And here's the real kicker. Turns out that this friend I made out with is actually Emma's older sister. Very close friend. Unless, <laughs> unless Emma is insanely chill, I'm pretty sure she doesn't know that I made out with her sister. When and how do I break the news to Emma? Do I tell her before things get too physical? Because sooner or later, if I keep seeing her, I'm going to meet the sister. Is there any hope for me? Thanks for your time, Ashton. I think that um, he's getting ahead of himself. Again. Yeah, I mean, you can't, he can't tip his hand and be like, uh, I dug through your Instagram very deeply and mm. I think I made out with your sister. Like, just let this stuff come out naturally. So like, pretend he didn't see it and one day he'll run into her sister and be like, oh, this is awkward. But he doesn't have to say, I made out with your sister. One day they'll, one day they'll meet each other. Uh-huh. I mean, if... You know, she probably already knows because she probably told her sister about you and her sister was like, I made out with that kid once. It's not a big deal. I don't think she knows. I don't think they know. I don't think she would know. It it doesn't matter then. Like, they could just just let it progress naturally. And, like, when you actually meet her, you say, oh, we've actually met before. You know, follow her lead. See what's up. (laughs) So you're saying there's no need to come out ahead of the story. I don't think so. You don't say, by the way, just so you know, I know that I too hooked much, up with your sister. Too much. You're making it weird. Or, like, <laughs> you're making it weird all the, like, way too early. And, so, and then also, if you wait, if you delay, maybe it's less of a big deal. Like, you're not, maybe you're not going to go on a second date with someone that hooked up with your sister. But if you've been like dating this guy for six months, that's like something you can get over. Exactly. I, was, I don't think making out with somebody's sister is that big of a deal. It's a pretty big deal. Have you ever made out with two sisters? Uh... Maybe I not that I can think of right now. Yeah, it's, it's. I think it's a unique thing. I mean, it's cool. It's awesome. But I don't think that it's like a deal breaker to anybody. It's only making out. What if somebody made out with your bro? Would you oh, marry? Yeah, I've made out with somebody that made out with me and my brother. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, was that triple kiss at Coppers? Right. Yeah, between me you and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was the girl. We got sloppy that night. That's what coppers will do, man. <laughs> you did? You, you've you hooked up with somebody that hooked up with your bro? Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Thanks, dude. Who's the lucky dude? <laughs> <laughs> you. Right. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, no, but can you name the girl just on the podcast? Just so uh, I know. I don't want to say her name. But I'll give her Instagram handle. How's that? That's great. Is yeah. That cool? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Hold up. Let me find my phone. Okay. I'm on airplane mode. Oh, uh, here. You made me it. go on airplane <laughs> mode before the podcast. So I don't know. That's okay. Gonna... You can still use Wi-Fi. Oh really? Yeah, hop on the Wi-Fi and find that uh, that late lucky lady's Instagram handle. <laughs> Hold up one second. All right, cool. Oh, phone's dead. Why is it dead? My phone died. Well, <laughs> here, use mine. That All way right. you can. I probably follow you're, her, right? You're on airplane mode. No, I'm. <laughs> three hours later. Uh, all right, so don't say anything. I say don't say anything, and then just act surprised. You think he's good at acting surprised? Oh, what? Oh my goodness! Oh, when you see the sister, do you still say I don't remember? No, I don't think you have to like take it to your grave or anything. I just like, oh my god, I did not know that you guys were sisters. Whatever. Yeah, that's so random. <laughs> 
This is such a random occurrence. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> see, see, man? It's all good. It's all good, man. Uh, let's get to one more question. Can I? Yeah. Permiso? I, I gotta, it's, I, it has to be like a 60 second question. Quick one. Ready? Yeah. Hey, mains. Oh, wait. Guy's name. Um, Ryan Lochte. Love that. Got it. Do you like Ryan Lochte or is he kind of a tool to you? Um, I think he's cool that he he's 31 uh, or 32 and he just keeps on getting better. I think that's cool. I think he used to be a tool, but now he's cool. He's a cool tool. He did bleach his head for the Olympics. That's, that's <laughs> kind of lame, but whatever. All right. <laughs> Who am I to say? I'm just a comedian. Anyway, Lochte, you rule. You're not a tool. You're cool. Got a complicated situation on my hands and I need some input. So I currently live with my best bud in Chicago and, I, and we have been for two years. About a year into my roommate ship, he starts dating this girl and now at the end of our lease, he's moving in with his girlfriend. His girlfriend has a single roommate who I, never, who I was never really attracted to despite my roommate inquiring if I'd be interested. A couple months ago, I did get really drunk and I dunked my D in the previously mentioned gal's V. We parted ways and didn't really talk about it, uh, and we saw each other a few times after the fact. She texted me a few weeks after and says, let's just be friends, which I'm totally cool with. The problem is, I hang out with my roommate and his girlfriend and the girl that I banged every other weekend, and I'm finding myself getting more attracted to her every time we hang out. (laughs) And recently, she asked me if I'd be down to be roommates as my current roommate's girlfriend is moving out. My question is, should I do it? And should I try to get over her instead of making it happen again, or should I just say fuck it? And well, fuck it. Your pal, Ryan Lochte. Easy answer. Don't move in with her. See this little attraction through, though. You yeah. obviously like her a little bit, but I think moving in is going to insane ruin anything. Insane. Yeah. Don't insane to move in with someone you've hooked up with once. And that you're like sort of growing attracted to. Yeah, it's like a one in a thousand chance that turns out well. Yeah. Prove us wrong, actually. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> you it. dare do it. Lochte. Uh, all right, cool. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for writing in, everybody. If you have your own questions or theme songs, uh, just like Thunder the Covers had, uh, that email address is if I were you show at gmail.corn. <laughs> Nicely done. Thanks, everybody. Uh, the opening theme song. Oh, yeah, Thunder the Covers. Closing one is called Digital Witness uh, by Thunder the Covers. Toda, and we'll be back next week. Later, oh. Squares, pants, ads, indeed. Need a dish to feel comfy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want all your advice. That was a HeadGum Podcast.